coming up on this episode of The Hive Life. Crisis and adversity causes action. You can't really have it another way because this is the hand that everyone's been dealt right now. Over the long term, as this continues to go on, and if you know it's longer than two weeks, if it's four weeks, six weeks, whatever it ends up being, this is going to be a tough time for a lot of small businesses. And this isn't about trying to be showy or try and make a dollar on the fact that there's something going on. It's trying to be that resource for people that still need to get messages out, still need to tell stories effectively. I think as we all figure out how we're gonna navigate this thing, I think we're all gonna sort of come together on that as, as business owners. Welcome to The Hive Life, where we pull back the curtain on Spherical Media, a company based in Charlotte, North Carolina, with a team of former journalists that create beautiful, impactful stories that connect with your audience. Welcome to this latest edition of the Hive Life podcast here from our offices here in South End in Charlotte. And what an interesting time that we are in. And I'm joined by David Kernodal and Tim Bear. I'm Jared Latch. We appreciate you joining us in this podcast because we felt like this was an opportunity for us to talk about a number of different topics. Coronavirus is disrupting every way of life, not just from a business standpoint, also from a family, neighbor, personal standpoint as well. On this podcast, we want to cover a lot of those those various topics. First, I think it's important, and I'll direct this at you, Tim, just in the way that we are approaching our operations at this moment, given that things are rapidly changing. I feel like we have a, a pretty good semblance of a plan, at least for the interim time. Yeah, you know, we uh, we were able to catch up with the team first thing Monday morning. We did a remote call where we had everybody come in from, you know, on a Google Hangout. And, you know, we've taken the measures to have everybody working from home at this time. Um, there are periods where some people are going to come into the office maybe to get hard drives or get different things. Um, but we're trying to keep everybody uh, safe and at home. And, you know, the safety of our, our team is, is of the utmost importance. And so that's what we've really been focused on. Fortunately, we had a lot of projects already started. So we're able to get into the editing world and, and everybody can edit from their home safely and, and, and get that knocked out. I think as we get further into this, um, we're, the plan's going to evolve and we're going to have to figure it out. But we're definitely... Uh, focusing on safety first and making sure that, you know, all the things that we need to be doing, we're doing first and then uh, and then worrying about what we have to be able to accomplish as far as getting partners uh, in place and getting them the, the pieces of messaging that they need, you know, in this this period of time. One thing that's been really neat to watch is the way that the team has really pulled together. You mentioned the in-person meeting that we had on Monday morning just to address a number of things and say, okay, this is what we know. This is the way we can react, at least right away. But Dave, uh, the production team, I know I, I sent out this sentiment the other day. I'm so proud of the way that people have come together. They've, they've tried to innovate the tools that they have at their disposal with keeping in mind the larger picture. Yeah, I think with this team, they're not focused on what they can't do, but they're looking at opportunities for what they can do. And in the space of being creative, it's not just about making beautiful art and making beautiful videos and finding a different way of doing that. It's about problem solving. And that's what they've done in every Google chat, which is twice a day that we're all having as a group of new innovative things, whether it's from technology to the way they're doing things. Um, they're evolving and trying to solve problems for our partners and for us. And that approach is, is pivotal, you know, doing a lot of thinking lately as, as we all have on, multiple things. And I thought about the way in which we've always been solutions oriented. We want to try to deliver something high quality, something very well done in a storytelling format for our partners. 
But now more than ever, there's the flip side as well, where we want to come and walk alongside them, see what their need is. Maybe we can use some of our experience and tools that are at our disposal to help them move forward. So that's another interesting part. I know, Tim, uh, outreach on from your standpoint with our existing partnerships and, and also those that might just need help. Yeah, you know, we've had a number of different conversations. And so um, there are partners that are sort of sticking to and seeing what how this is all going to shake out and then figure out their plan. There are others that need to get messaging out to not only their employees, but also their customers and clients. And so we're helping them and figuring out ways to do that either remotely or um, using our studio space that we have set up. So we have a minimal viable team that's here that's able to produce messages for CEOs and, and business leaders that need to get messages out. Um, then we also have partners that, you know, they have training that they've been doing for different organizations that are from around the world. And those people used to all come here to Charlotte to get that done. They can't do that right now. And so what they're looking at is, okay, how do we accomplish this through remote training? And so we're building out a full uh, live stream session for them. It's over multiple days. It's using Zoom and also cameras and, and a, a mixture of things that our team is working together with them to be able to pull off. So um, it is exactly like Dave said, you know, trying to be creative in a time where, you know, things are limited. We can't get around as much. We can't travel as much. Um, you know, we used to just throw a team on a plane and they'd go somewhere and knock it out. That's just not as easy to do right now with trying to keep everybody safe at the same time. I think across the board, one thing that's really important that, that people can do is continue to learn at this moment. And Tim, that made me think of the way when you mentioned the technology, Zoom specifically, but Dave, on the production side, you guys are marrying what we have as far as technology and approach. And you're looking at a lot of different things. So not only is, is learning prevalent, but research is a big part of what's happening, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Because these are unique problems that we've never ever had to had to kind of navigate through. And I think our partners have never had to do that as well. And they're coming to us for some guidance. And it's really interesting, especially on the live stream side, there's a big push right now on our, our end to, to really be able to facilitate so many different ways that people can meet and people can learn and have those gatherings in a virtual space. Um, we're also, you know, exploring new technology with podcasts. How can we minimize a footprint and still get a high quality podcast out, get some communication and, and still respecting some safety and things like that. Uh, and being sensitive to that, um, but minimizing a footprint, making sure that the quality is still great. Um, and it seems like every day they're coming with a new idea, a new solution, which is fantastic. Crisis and adversity causes action. And it's you can't really have it another way because this is what the hand that everyone's been dealt right now. And I think that sensitivity issue is something to hit on as well. I know on the marketing side right now, we want to continue to market who we are. We're going to continue to promote our team. Uh, from a from a human standpoint of what they're going through, because we're not removed from the situation. None of us are. Uh, we're parents. We're friends. Uh, we're working in those capacities in our life as well. So we've got multiple roles as well as running this business, uh, trying to allow it to continue to persevere in a time of need. So we're going to continue to promote. We're going to continue to put forth information that we feel is valuable. We're going to pull back the curtain whenever we can to try to make people smile. And, and that's going to be the goal, you know, and I thought about it last week and I know I, I brought concerns, Tim, to you that, hey, self-promotion is never, we've never been comfortable with that. And, and right now we don't want to come off as self-promoting, uh, but this is who we are. Uh, we've always tried to bring solutions and value to the table for our partners. 
And that can't change at this moment. Yeah. And I think to what you're getting to over the long term, as this continues to go on, and if, you know, it's longer than two weeks, if it's four weeks, six weeks, whatever it ends up being, this is going to be a tough time for a lot of small businesses. And, you know, I think our way of doing business, not just for us as Spherical, but as businesses in general, is, is going to be different. It's going to have to be if we're going to be able to beat this thing. And so, I think that being proactive rather than reactive is the way and the position that we choose to take. And I think this isn't about trying to be showy or try and make a dollar on the fact that there's something going on. It's trying to be that resource for people that still need to get messages out, still need to tell stories effectively. And so I, I don't want anybody to take that the wrong way, but I think I think as small businesses go along and, and we get into week two, week three, I think as we all figure out how we're going to navigate this thing, I think we're all going to sort of come together on that as, as business owners. And there has to be some flexibility as well. I, I know from the production standpoint, from an operations standpoint, as things are changing around us, the environment uh, on the outside, which we're fully aware of in this 24-7 get news whenever you want it, we have to be adaptable. So there's, there is this weird mix of proactivity and, and then a reactive nature to what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> I think you answered we'll that yourself. We just take that as a, as <laughs> as a, a statement. statement. <laughs> yeah, but it, it makes it interesting. Is my point that yeah. we can plan and plan and plan, but tomorrow that plan we just put together might be rendered useless. So then we've got to we've got to pick it up and divert a different direction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I love the fact that we're laughing right now, which yeah. is great because that's something that hasn't really been as prevalent in the last few days. So it's nice to be able to sort of sit in the same room and chuckle and 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 giggle. But I think uh, I think that is some of the stuff that we want to work on too is is trying to bring some levity and some lightness to what is you know a pretty tense time. Yeah, it's funny because on our group chats and individual communications that we're having sporadically with people on our staff is that's exactly what's happening. I mean, this is a, a group that's concerned in making sure that we're facilitating the needs of our partners, facilitating the needs of our company, but at the same time, they're all getting each other's backs emotionally. And so when folks are a little down and may don't may not seem right, or maybe they're perplexed on a problem it's interesting to see how everybody kind of rushes internally to support those people. Uh, and they do so with grace and with uh, uh, humility and with humor. And it's fantastic to watch. Speak to Dave. I think it's important. You touched on it a little bit when we got started about how the, the production team is continuing to communicate mm -hmm. because that's one thing we stressed in the, the Monday morning meeting. And that was this week, right? It seems like it was uh, <laughs> Man. two years ago where we talked about, yes, you have to update your digital footprint and information needs to be available online, but you need to talk to each other and you've got to pick up the phone. You just take us through what the production team's doing so they know what page everybody's on. Yeah, so um, we are meeting every single morning uh, in that virtual space, uh, Google Hangouts, um, and we're doing that First thing in the morning, everybody kind of gets their directives and what they're working on. And a lot of that is self-motivated stuff. Um, a lot of it is research-based. A lot of it is trying to complete projects that are out there, maybe stalled projects that are out there. Um, there is research in project management platforms. And so there's sporadic communication also happening you know, throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, we reconvene. And it's interesting because we weren't normally having like set production meetings I mean, not even like really once a day, we were touch pointing individuals, but not collectively coming together. 
the more we're doing this, the more there seems to be a real value in having two big meetings, both ends of the day, discussing what we're going to do, how your day changed and what you accomplished and what we need to look forward to going into the next day. And it's fantastic to see everybody communicating. And as, as long as it's been going on, those communications have gotten funner and funner because there's just new things that keep coming out and everybody's trying to think of what value they can provide to the partner and at the same time value for the company. I think you, that's a great point because you look at some of these things as, as temporary in terms of communication, but I think there's a lot of things that are going to happen during this time of, of adjustment and working a different way that I think are going to become permanent. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is sort of the benefit of being able to or being forced to try things, you know, and, and change your habits. I think you don't change habits because they are habits and, they, and they're what you're used to and they're what you're doing. And I think um, by us being pushed to try different things, I think we are going to find value adds that we never knew as far as how we do things, how we produce things, how things happen. I think you're getting on a great one of the daily check-in meetings. I think that's something we've never really done. And I think it it has made uh, this week a very productive week. I feel like when I'm seeing all the communication that's going on, I'm getting a good feeling of of what's being put out there. So, um, so yeah, so I mean, I think there are gonna be some key learnings that we pull away from this. Um, and I also think that other pieces of our puzzle, so like live stream and podcast, while they have been there, they haven't been the pillars of necessarily what we've done. Right now, in these times, they're really a pillar. And so I think um, those types of, of things are going to get even better and, and more uh, robust as we go through this time. Let's touch on, you, you mentioned podcast and, and live stream that, that weren't our two biggest core services. You know, We just added those as putting them out there in the last uh, probably six or seven months or almost a year of, of testing. We've been doing podcasting for a long while, a, a couple of years. I want to get back to the, the storytelling part of it and the challenges right now of doing what we normally do or did and, and how you're going through that, David, in your mind of how that can still be executed at a high level that is spherical quality. Yeah, well, this situation is giving us more time to think about those stories that were already in the hopper that we were already working on. Um, and so we're able to get more into the the creative storytelling space rather than, I mean, we were already there, but we're able to really laser focus on, on some of those stories. Um, we're also looking creatively like what some other creative folks are doing in this space. The vloggers who can't leave their doors uh, in other countries that are trying to produce great stories. And we're watching as, as they're trying to navigate that. And we're learning from those experiences and trying to put that in ours. And then, on the flip side, we're trying to tell our story during the situation too, which is really important. Um, and I know some marketing stuff that we're working on and some messaging that you're working on. Um, it's interesting being able to explore that internally to see how we want our story to be told individually and as a collective. And I think that that's going to translate really well into what the partner's needs are. You know, what's, what's interesting is my switch back to marketing really just happened in the last uh, two or three weeks. And, and now I'm fully in it and, and engaged. <laughs> you better uh, do some, a great job. Something that I, that I love doing, but, but working with, with Liz on our team, you know, I was overseeing operations and there was a mix of some marketing that was, we learned that those two don't 
work together. And then, uh, David, with you just running the ship now on the production side, I've moved to back to the marketing, uh, which is something I enjoy doing. But but what a time to shift back <laughs> to, to the marketing side of a business. Have fun. Yeah, you can't prepare for it. But it's making uh, it's making my life easy and optimistic is all the content that's coming. Yeah, that that's what is is making it cool. And the ideas that are coming from not only the production team, but the whole entire spherical team are really neat to see. And I think your two meetings, I think other people are just, they're thinking right now. And that is facilitating or leading to different ideas of showcasing who we are, our environments. And that really leads into working from home. Because for me, I despise working from home. <laughs> because I am i feel like I'm not productive or it's, it's incredibly stressful during my day because I feel torn. Mm-hmm. Because what I've gotten good at over the last couple of years was leaving my work here. And then when I step in the door, I'm home with my family and I'm fully engaged with them and work's done for the day because it'll, it'll be there the next day. And my struggle this week has been that I am fully engaged in work at every moment and the two worlds have collided. And I had to realize that I'm in their space now, uh, JC and, and my two boys, they're not in mine. I'm in their space. And so that's been a weird sort of dynamic to get a part of. And, and I know I haven't been, uh, the best uh, person to have around at moments because of, of frustration <laughs> and, and added stress. I said, I've been, I've been more stressed out about working at home than I have about everything else that's going on, which might be a weird thing to say, uh, but <laughs> something I have to work through. What is that like for you guys in the, the home environment? Well, I could say that I really haven't necessarily embraced work from home yet. Um, so I've been coming in every day, uh, pretty much. And I'll, a portion of the day I'm at home, but I'm usually, here just to sort of make sure that we're getting things off on the right foot. Also, same feeling that you're talking about. Um, I think I'm able to get more stuff done if I've got my head cleared and I'm sitting in a room by myself. Um, and so at home, we have uh, Charlie, our little one, and then Drew comes over as a nanny share. The nanny's there. My wife's working from home. So that means we'd have five people there. Um, and so it's a lot. And, um, so anyway, I've, I've been sort of popping my head in here uh, a little bit more probably than I probably should, but at the same time, I felt like I'm the only one here. So it's really not that it's the same as me being at home. (laughs) Um, plus I get to clean. So Jared has me cleaning doorknobs and, uh, light switches and all those good things that he's got on the list here that we're keeping track of. So I've got my Lysol wipes out and I'm, I'm going to it. How about you, Dave? Yeah, so um, my wife Haley has got an extremely demanding job dealing with stock markets and finances and it's all a fun that thing stuff. to be a part of, right? Now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so obviously, her she's needed uh, needed at work, and so she hasn't had the opportunity to really work from home. And so I've had a uh, single parenting life uh, with with two kids, my dog being one of those, and so. <laughs> um, Trying to balance her energy, being a, a vivacious, you know, seven-year-old who wants to get out and play, and I still need to take care of things on the office side. So uh, I'm like you, Jared. I, I'm I'm torn because I'm like ah, I'm getting an opportunity to spend some time with my family, and then at the same time, there are so many needs on this side that I have to address too. So um, luckily, she is patient. Both my girls are patient enough to let me do both and work late hours and maybe not be as present at home as probably I should. So yeah. I'll, I'll tell you one real quick. I, I was looking on Twitter the other day and 
they were talking about the idea of having both parents now having to work at home and what that's like. And uh, they said that they had made up a a uh, make believe coworker named Cheryl, who was in the house. And so anytime like they would go, well, Cheryl's leaving empty glasses all around the house. And so they just blame Cheryl every time. And so that helped lighten the load instead of them being at each other's head, head throats. So, so that's just a, a one that's out there. I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> and I do have to clarify. I mean, I mean, JC, Landon, and Judson, they, they leave me alone. It's it's self imposed guilt sure. on my side. Sure, yeah, sure. That I'm just like, sure. okay, well, the boys are just hanging out and they want to come show me their picture. I want to go color. I, I'd enjoy color oh, yeah. more than anything at this time. <laughs> I've learned that that's a, that's a very therapeutic thing to do. I could sit in color for hours and I. JC's like, speed it up here. And I'm like, well, I got to finish this picture. Yeah. So I, I can't be done yet. You know, next week, we turn nine. Uh, Spiracle is going to celebrate its ninth birthday, uh, which is pretty amazing. And uh, pretty certain we'll be around next Monday uh, <laughs> to celebrate. We'll have to figure out how we're going to... Uh, to celebrate virtually. this birthday. Yeah, <laughs> virtually. We can all get uh, in, individual uh, cupcakes delivered to our homes, <laughs> and we can sing happy birthday. But it's it's been pretty amazing uh, that we're knocking on the doorstep of 10 years. Yeah, I mean, it's wild to think about. And um, I think this is a crazy time for that sort of moment. Um, you know, I think it would be much more celebratory if we weren't having to deal with all this stuff. Um, but I think it, it is a testament to the team and everybody that works here um, and how we've grown. And it hasn't been, you know, overnight. It's been, you know, easy as it goes. And, and we've grown to a really uh, solid team here. And I think we have 17 on the team now, which is um, pretty wild to think about, thinking back to nine years ago and it was three of us. Um, and so, yeah, it's a, it's a cool moment to sort of put a, put a mark on. I think it's important to celebrate the the smallest of moments, and, and that's a bigger one. You know, every every sure. time the business turns a year older, that's a, a significant accomplishment. But even the the smallest things each day is what we really need to be celebrating right now. Mm-hmm. And it can be tough because we're in this grind. Our external factors are, are weighing down on us. Uh, business that we're we're trying to just persevere, come up with ideas. And, and push our partners in a way. I, I think I've been optimistic because the partners are starting to be very active now. Mm-hmm. I figured they had to have about a week to sit there, you know, rack their brain a little bit, get over the shock. And then things will start to settle down in terms of the way it's going to be for a little while. But they're, they're thinking about, you know, how can we now move forward as I knocked the pen off the... Uh, it wasn't in a safe location. But they're thinking about how can we move forward at this point. Yeah, I think they are. And um, I think we all are. I think we're going to... You know, it's it's a as-you-go thing. Things are going to change constantly. We were talking about trying to figure out our marketing plan. And, you know, I think it's... We got to do a plan for this week and this week only. And then when we get to next week, that's the plan for that week. And it's... it's um, take it a day at a time. Um, try not to get overwhelmed by the social media messages that are telling you all kinds of different scary news. Um, I think, you know, one of the things I was texting you the other day, trying to get you to answer something on a budget and you were taking forever to get back to me. I'm like, come on. And then finally you came back and you're like, well, I was in the other room reading and put my phone away. And I was like, you know what? I could appreciate that because I think that there are moments that we do need to pull back away from the 24 seven news and all the social media 
and spend time with family and go out and build a fort and um, do those kind of things. And while we have this time, let's let's take advantage of it. By the way, he was coloring. That's ah, yes. Yeah. Right. He wasn't that's, reading it. That's what I call reading a book. There's text on the bottom of some coloring sure, books. Sure. That's why. I mean, even today, I've got on my calendar Operation Sandbox because I need to got to get a bunch of dirty, old, wet sand out of the box. Well, thank you, guys. I hope that uh, this is valuable. You know, we want to always pull back the curtain to, to what we're thinking in, in an honest, honest and candid way here on this podcast. And you can check out more about us by visiting our website, spiraclebuzz.com. You can follow us across all of our social media sites at Spiracle Media. And anything you need uh, from an ideas to concepts or just a conversation between friends, please reach out to us because we are here to support you in this interesting time. For David Cronodal and Tim Bear, I'm Jared Latch saying thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Hive Life, brought to you by Spiracle Media. Always remember, you can visit SpiracleBuzz.com or follow us at Spiracle Media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll see you next time on The Hive Life.